May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So this feast of Christ the King. Across the three-year lectionary, we have three very different themes of Jesus as King, which can make choosing hymns slightly difficult if you're not careful. Two and a half years ago now, I, for whatever reason, was looking into the difference between Episcopacy and the Episcopate in Canada to do with the election of a new bishop. The difference between a bishop having absolute authority, absolute leadership, against a shared leadership, a shared authority. Is the bishop a prince or princess bishop? Or are they the first among equals? In fact, over the last year, when the profile was drawn up for the, bishop, uh, for the new Bishop of Clandaff, similar things were explored with that shared leadership. And I was reflecting on that at this point of preparing a sermon for Christ the King. Jesus as King, but what does that mean? Of course, as Jesus rode into Jerusalem on that first Palm Sunday. Hosanna to the King of David. People were expecting this mighty King slaying all the enemies in the line of David, and that's not quite how it turned out, is it? It's not this absolute tyrant ruler. Something very, very different. In the Gospel reading, we hear Jesus referring to separation of sheep and goats, the good and the bad, those who have served God and those who haven't. We of course to ask that question of ourselves. Have we followed Jesus? Or have we not? Then we can start beating ourselves up, or I can anyway, well I'm useless to this, that and the other. If we put this gospel reading in context, it follows on immediately from two other parables in the gospel. The parable of the ten bridesmaids, give me order by that, and then the parable of talents. And then we're here, asking that question again, have we been worthy? Are we those who have been prepared, those who have been bothered about serving Jesus, living Christian lives? Or are we saying manana or directly, depending as we're thinking from a Spanish or Cornish sense. I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next week, I'll do it eventually. Just not yet. As St. Augustine of Hippo, that great saint, once prayed, Lord, give me continence and chastity, but not yet. It's nothing new, is it? We'll do it, we want to do it, we're determined to do it, but not yet. And this is where we are with today's Gospel reading. Are we living the lives we should be? Are we the sheep or the goats, if you like? We beat ourselves up, but throughout the scriptures, we see there is hope. Jesus is not an absolute tyrant. In the Old Testament, we see time and time again, the people of Israel drifting away, doing stupid things, worshiping idols, following other gods, making graven images, weird altars and all that stuff. And God says, I'm really annoyed. I'm really unhappy with you. But come back. You can still come back. 
we see that, of course, most fully in Jesus. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son. All that believe in him may have eternal life. God so loved the world that Jesus was born so that we can be reconciled to God. We can have salvation, no matter how many stupid things we might have done in the past. There is still hope. And the Gospel reading goes on. Well, it goes on with that old hymn we used to sing at school, surely. When I needed a neighbour, were you there? Were you there? Did we? Did we not? Did we recognise Jesus in our midst? Did we think, well, that's just something that doesn't really matter? What did you do? We are challenged at time and time again. How do we respond to Jesus' call? How do we respond? Not how do other people respond, but us. Sheep and goats good and bad, light and darkness even. We see this same reference in the first reading from the prophet Ezekiel. I will search my sheep and seek them out, the shepherd. And it then expands on that to make reference to King David, that shepherd who became a king. Jesus from the line of David, from that line of kings. But if we look back through the Old Testament with David and the kings who came after him, it's not always been well, good reading, has it? David, a good shepherd, a good king. Well, he repented often enough, but well, Uriah the Hittite's wife, to name but one example? Was he always living that blameless life? No. And then the line of kings also who aren't perfect. Shepherd kings? Good shepherds? Not really too sure. And then we get to Jesus of the line of David. Jesus who said, I am the good shepherd. See, the other shepherds might not have been, but I am the good shepherd who truly cares for each and every one, not giving up. You know, 100 sheep, one wanders off, leave the 99, go and search for that one because it's that important. Each one matters. Each sheep, each person matters. No matter what they've done, no matter how much they've wandered away, thinking of sort of Sean the sheep or Timmy for the younger children, the sheep have a habit of doing stupid things, but still they're not given up on. We're like that sometimes. We do stupid things, we wander off, we mess it up. And Jesus says, yeah, I know, I've noticed. But come back, you can be forgiven. Jesus, the good shepherd king, not a tyrant wanting revenge. A servant king calling us to follow in his footsteps at the Last Supper, washing the feet of the disciples and saying, I've done this, you've got to do it too. Not a case of lording it over people, not a case of an absolute monarch, 
more working aside. Episcopae rather than Episcopacy, if you like. We're trying to work this out in this ministry area, aren't we? All these districts, four clergy, us being here and everywhere. How does this work out? How am I meant to be ministry area leader, but not lording it over people, working alongside and encouraging and, well, do we always get it right? No. I seem to get it wrong more often than I get it right, to be honest. We're trying to work out how we live together, how we grow together, how we follow Jesus together, how we play our part in helping other people come to know Jesus. Exercising that shared leadership, not just within the clergy team, not just within the wardens, not just within the ministry of council, but amongst all people working together. We see that in the question in the gospel. When I needed a neighbour, if you like. How did we reach out to those? Or not? As in Jesus, we see someone who truly did, no matter who. And who they were, no matter who they came from, Jesus was bothered with them. Sinners, tax collectors, anyone else? good, bad, indifferent. Jesus was reaching out to them, ministering to them, showing that they were loved. We are called to do the same. And so today, back to this feast of Christ the King, thinking of Jesus as the Good Shepherd King. I'm reminded of a line from a hymn we're not singing today. This is our God, the servant king. So let us remind ourselves that we are called to follow him. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.